Drunken Fist Podcast. I'm David Bordeaux. I'm Justin Flavick. This podcast is made possible by the fans of the show. For more information, please visit drunkenfistpodcast.com forward slash fans. So, Justin, what's up, man? Man, we're back. Are we? Well, should be. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. Talk about, I remember we did an episode on imposter syndrome, and that's, that's what I'm feeling right now. You're feeling like an imposter? Yeah. I I hurt my hand really bad practicing martial arts. And since then, I just feel just like a dick. Wait, wait. How did you hurt your hand practicing martial arts? Well, I have a wooden dummy, not a punching bag. Okay. And... Uh, I was trying to help a friend who's a boxer who uh, wanted to get his punches faster. And I'm like, whoa, that's what Wing Chun is all about. I can help you. Fast punches. Never punch horizontal in my life. And as I'm trying to like adapt it and work for it, my muscle memory wants to do the classic vertical, put your wrist upward punch. And so I did that while doing it horizontal. So I just cracked my last two knuckles and i think it's you i think you called it a boxer's fracture or something a boxer fracture yeah when you it's when you strike the hand and the last two digits the way that the force comes in it breaks the last two typically it kind of like it's a, it's a more of a shearing action and the shearing action is what um, causes what's typically known as a boxer fracture that's uh, definitely what i got so now every time i grab <laughs> it i just actually recently took off the splint because it was pissing me off but uh, now i'll forget that i'm injured and grab a door handle and my hand will pop like popcorn i'm like Ooh, what are you gonna do that, that doesn't sound good. No, so I've just been feeling kind of like a piece of shit in the martial arts world. <laughs> well, that teaches you for trying to punch a dummy. Well, you know, I had no problem with the normal punches that I have done most of my life. And then I try something fancy and I'm like, oh, that ain't going to work. Well, I mean, if you would just quit being a bitch and just uh, do karate like most normal people, you would never have to worry about punching <laughs> your wrist wrong. I'm not going to make any comment right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that comment was actually a shout out for a listener. He knows who he is because as soon as he hears this, he'll laugh. And I wanted to make sure our listeners know that we still love them and care about them. Speaking of which, in the intro, we talked about how this podcast is made possible by the fans. And there's something that we need to talk about. As we're recording this episode, we are experiencing the wonderful effects of a pandemic event. And in the U.S., there are parts of it who are doing their own thing. But in most parts, we are under what's known as stay at home orders or shelter in place. Every place, everybody kind of says it's slightly different and has their own rules to it, depending on where you live. Um, and it's it's really affecting a lot of people, especially people's incomes and things of that sort. 
And the reason why I bring this up is there have been some fans who have no longer been able to be members of the Society of Drunken Fans, which is our super fans group. They're the ones who who donate. Yeah, they donate money so we can stay on the air and bring you episodes. There have been a few who have not been able to donate due to this. The, the thing that I want to say is it's unfortunate that anybody would ever have to be in a position that we're currently going through right now. I want to say a huge, huge thank you to those listeners who were um, super fans and had donated in the past. And Justin and I still love you very much and so really much. appreciate <laughs> really appreciate your support. Um, and for those of you who are still providing support thank you and for those who would like to continue support or start support that is available but i really want to stress though that right now because of the times and that we totally understand if you know you're not able to and you have other things to take care of taking care of yourself taking care of your family and the things that you need to look after is what's really important i really want to say thank you to those people who have supported in the past and those who maybe are not able to right now um, just totally understand there was an individual who i was talking to who happened to have been one of our super fans the conversation was we were we were talking about martial arts and it's kind of funny how now like for example brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioners are doing like a lot of solo routines and it's kind of funny because in karate we have our kata which are solo routines and a lot of times bjj practitioners are like man karate or as most people say karate is a bunch of bullshit because you're karate. it's a bunch of bullshit because you know you're just dancing by yourself what is this stuff and we were musing that it's so hilarious to now see these BJJ guys and gals all doing these solo routines, wrestling with themselves and such. And we were like, man, here you are doing karate. And maybe if they would just quit being bitches and just did the real art of karate. And then I joked and I'm like, well, it's kind of like that other guy that I know, Justin, if he would quit being a whiny bitch and had just taken up karate, <laughs> he was like, well, I didn't want to say anything because he's your friend and I didn't want him to get mad. I'm like, fuck it. I'll say it. Fuck it. I'll say it on the goddamn air. He's a whiny bitch. I should do karate. So <laughs> all of that is for you, the listener who knows who he is. I'm not a fan of the art that fights your shadow. <laughs> so you're, you don't like boxers then? Not really, no. Good, good. That's why you broke your hand. Well, exactly. Well, you know, hey, you know, I'm not... I'm not a master of every fucking art out there. I just yeah, stick what I'm good at. Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. <laughs> bitch, baby. Oh, hey. Isn't that what you called me last night? No, wait. Nope. Wrong thing. Never mind. No, I think I called you a bitch, baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> I owe that to my friend. Yeah. My, my friend's girlfriend stole his phone and he was... She, I didn't know it was she, but she was texting me and she kept calling me a bitch baby. And I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> well, fair enough. Ah, so I'm stuck in my head. So, how about what? you? You didn't say how you were doing. Oh, I don't know. Did I? Didn't I? 
No. All right. Um, I'm, I'm doing all right. Of course, this this whole coronavirus and shelter in place stuff has definitely made things different. And I'm sure that you are experiencing some of the same things because being a, a teacher at a school, oh, we are now it. we've had a transition from, you know, face to face classes to now online. And it's the uh, how do I say this so the actual transition itself for me wasn't difficult what what was difficult is waiting for our school to figure out what to do and how to do it I will say though that compared to the public schools we actually moved pretty quick and even though we still have our challenges and it's you know still kind of confusing and concerning for some of us um We actually did a really good job, uh, really going from in-person classes to online classes. The problem that I that I was experiencing is because I've taught online to my clients throughout the country and I've even had a couple that were international. I've used the medium of online uh, or the online medium to instruct people before you know i used to use skype now i use zoom because it's a little bit better but now that everybody's on zoom it could be challenging but so i've done that before and i've used pre-recorded videos to to that but the thing it was just it was kind of tough because to see here everybody kind of like i don't know what to do how do we do this and our school board bringing in these professionals that were instructing us going well we've never taught online before but in the past three weeks this is what we've learned <laughs> like oh man oh yeah now, get those professionals in there oh man dude but now that we've received our professional training you know it, it it's it's cool it, it's challenging too only because i have more work now to do than what i've what I did before, because now I have to, when I'm not actively teaching classes, I have to go into other teachers' classes to monitor and to provide support. And then I have all these other reports that I have to do. So I actually have less time than I did before, but it's, it's cool. And it's kind of fun just because it's different. And I don't know, I I, I like things that are different and change things up. And I'm actually getting more, my students are learning more now than what they did before. And some of it has to do with like, cause at the end, the the face to face, a, a, a wide class, I mean, a whole class, if there's like one or two individuals who are maybe off track and are very disruptive, I mean, I, I guess that's the best way to say it, then the entire class is more or less affected because either the teacher will have to stop and address that for whatever reason, or just other students might be kind of distracted. But now with the online teaching, there are things that the students can learn on their own when it's most applicable to them at their own time. And when we do the online meetings, everybody is muted and, and except for the people that I unmute. So other students don't really affect any others. So mm. that part's kind of nice. Now, I wish we still had a physical part where I can give them online learning and and instruction and curriculum and they can absorb it the way that they need to and that and then if we had 
a face-to-face portion where they can practice what they were learning in that, man, that would be awesome. But uh, yeah, outside of transitioning from face-to-face to online teaching, grad school is still grad school. I was online anyway. So for us, it's business as normal. But yeah, I mean, doing well. I'm pretty, actually pretty good <laughs> overall i haven't been affected at all i'm loving it as an introvert i see all the i see a lot of these teachers complaining and stuff like oh i want to be in the class and oh it sucks being home and i'm like i am loving it uh yeah i'm right there with you on the introvert thing i there's like on facebook there's so many people that are like oh my god i'm going crazy and for me i'm like <laughs> other than other than trying to go to the grocery store and buy beer which it's hard to find <laughs> like a lot of our stores here in Ohio, I, as many people know, I'm here in Columbus, but in a lot of places in Ohio, our stores are just empty of things. Of course, the, the typical throughout the country, toilet paper is non-existent. Paper towels are non-existent. Baby wipes I bought toilet are, paper yesterday. I bought okay. the first four roll pack in a long time, but I mean, we don't, we don't eat toilet paper. So we just oh, go through really? it. Like you don't eat people. toilet paper? That's weird. Well, I feel like some of these people, they just go through toilet paper like it's candy and it's like come on you don't need that much yeah i i i didn't understand the the buyout of that but yeah our toilet paper non-existent paper towels non-existent baby wipes non-existent um or even just personal hygiene wipes in general non-existent certain stores you can't find food you can't find basic supplies other stores like i almost don't want to say anything because if there's anybody else in the columbus area that's listening but interestingly enough like target not usually has some things so like if we were if you're early what's that you got to get there early but yeah they have it well, for, for ours, we don't really have to get there early, but that's why I'm kind of nervous even to mention this on the air. Well, hopefully by the time that this comes out, people, <laughs> maybe things will be back to normal or kind of getting there. But, but Target in general here in Columbus, um, at least the store, the Columbus or the, the Target stores that are by us where I live are decently stocked. I mean, so if you really need something, you can go to Target, but like Walmart, which I hate going to, I, I try to avoid Walmart at all costs. But like when you have to go, it's like Walmart's empty. Uh, we have Meyer, uh, that's empty. Kroger, certain Kroger stores. Um, Man, I forgot about that, Meyer. That's miss. What's that? I forgot about Meyer. Yeah, well, Meyer is more. I mean, because like that, that's a store that started in Michigan, so I don't know how how far they've gone but like a lot of the main grocery stores are pretty slim pickings matter of fact the uh, person i was talking to um calling you whiny bitch uh, for not doing karate we were chatting because he i guess he says he you know he's well stocked with beer so he's good and i was like very envious because in ohio for whatever reason beer is starting to be bought out and i think it's because like a lot of us alcoholics are like whoa we can't go to the bar so what are we going to do so like now they're buying <laughs> beer and on occasion you could find some and i'm really fortunate because when i'm drinking right now kroger had some in and it's the kind that i really enjoy which i guess is a nice little segue into talking about what we're drinking because we, i was able to find some brew dog elvis juice which we've talked about in episodes past Oh man. So not only do I, do I get to drink a decent beer, it's one that I actually enjoy, but yeah, so that's what I had. But yeah, life is 
pretty decent. Oh, but yeah. So the, the posts, like I see stuff on Facebook where people are just freaking out. And I'm like, other than not having beer that much, if at all, I'm good. I don't really, I don't really notice it. <laughs> That's why I love Arizona. I mean, they're always stocked on alcohol. Well, if, if you, if you like liquor in Ohio, you're pretty good because in Ohio, the state of Ohio buys all the liquor. You cannot purchase liquor independent of what the state buys. So then there are state liquor stores. And what's interesting is that alcohol is deemed an essential service or essential need. And hey, I'm not arguing with that. I'm just when you're an alcoholic, you need it. <laughs> and well, you when you're die. on a pod- <laughs> wait, when you're on a podcast like this, it is essential. But um but in Ohio, yeah, if you need or want liquor, you can find it because the state run liquor stores are open because they need their money. So in Ohio, you can buy liquor. So speaking nice. of liquor, what are you drinking, Justin? Oh, oh, really quick before I get to that. I saw the funniest thing ever. This, uh, when I was last to the store, I saw in, uh, I'd say mid fifties, maybe sixties couple. Mm-hmm. And their cart was full of nothing but Coors Light. And then two <laughs> bottles of vodka. And I'm like, that's a man. And then I looked further. He's open carrying a 1911. So I was like, oh, this guy's just a badass. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious because I wanted to be like, can I see it? But I didn't do that. Well, something that you mentioned about beer, you're talking manufacturer whatever corona is owned by they apparently had to shut down in mexico because in mexico they deemed their function of brewing beer as non-essential so kind of ironic uh, kind of scary that um the beer corona is now being bought out like people are just buying it and even i i hate i hate corona and when I found out about it, I was kind of like that, man, I need to go to the, uh, the store to see if there's any left to Jabot. Well, but it was dumb. also they were taking flack from people because they were idiotically confusing Corona, coronavirus. Wow. People are idiots. And I kind of oh, want to talk about idiots later, but um, oh, we will. Well, I, I, it'll, it'll come up. So anyway, speaking, I'm drinking. Uh, yeah, there you go. I went off beer today, which is really weird for me. I wanted my first episode to be Guinness, but I didn't feel like going to the store and fighting people over it. So I got my good friend, Mr. Jim Beam here. Ooh, Beam, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how are you drinking that? Straight on the rocks? Uh, straight. Who? Straight. So neat. You're drinking it neat? Well, I'm drinking in shots because I'm an alcoholic, but yeah. I mean, that's kind of neat. You, know, you don't just, have a. I'll take this one right now. All right, cheers. I, I guess um, I'll drink my juice too. <laughs> what are you chasing it? What are, what are you? What do you got going on? <laughs> I have a bottle of water here mixed with Mio. I haven't seen Mio on the shelves in a long time. I found that in my prepper gear, and I'm like, oh, I can use that. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have anything to drink in the house except for water. 
Loth. You have well, Mio, huh? And liquor. But yeah. I haven't had Mio in a long time, but I have been. Um, it, does your is your Mio just straight flavor additive, or do, are you do you have any of the, I guess, energy Mio that has caffeine? No, I can't. No, I can't handle caffeine. Uh, most caffeine I get is out of tea, which is a lot of caffeine. So I try to have, you know, like a cup every other day. Or drink herbal tea that doesn't have caffeine, but yeah, caffeine affects me really, really harshly. So interesting. So this meal is just flavor. For me, caffeine, like I have a, I metabolize caffeine pretty quick, so it's nothing for me to to have large quantities of caffeine and then just go to sleep right afterwards. I, with my DNA testing, it. I have a par- apparently genetic whatever for high metabolism with caffeine. And I was going to say with, because for me, anytime I had Mio, I always had like the Mio with energy, like the caffeine, whatever. But the stuff that I drink now, um, fourth, that's, that's pretty loud there, huh? Sorry. Yeah. Um, the, the, energy drink if you will that i drink now and i drink it uh for the relief of migraines because i i have i experience what is it called vestibular migraines where instead of the headache although i do sometimes get that but instead of headache i get vertigo and to help curb that i take in about 120 milligrams of caffeine a day if not a little bit more but the way that the way that your dog is uh, excited huh (laughs) <laughs> but but the way that I take that now is through a product called Everly and it Everly is like a, a little mix that you could do that has B vitamins and a handful of other little things but it's like no like low to no sugar it's as healthy <laughs> as a caffeine drink can be, but that, that's pretty much what I do now to help with my, uh, the vestibular migraines to try to prevent them. Dude, I have a homeopathic for you. You just got to send me your address. <laughs> no, I'm not sending no, you No, I'm address. serious. Cause I really do. I, well, I, that's I, fine. I I'm still not sending you. <laughs> no, because I'm not no. going to tell you what it's called until you send me your address. I, I don't care. Uh, for, for, for those listeners who might be like what's up with this address why is he not wanting the address thing just the other day i well yeah just the other day i was in contact with justin and i'm like hey blah 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 i'm gonna buy you something and this little whiny bitch was like, I think I'm going to re-gift your gift to my wife. Now, I, I thought it was you. free. She doesn't have a gift. We didn't Sorry. get that far yet. But now, I, I love Justin. I'm so mad at you. I love Justin's wife. Uh, and I have no problem getting her gifts. But like... What the thing, what the thing is, is that Justin and I were talking about geese and actually, it, was, was, was it on, on an episode when we were talking about? The hemp key, yeah. Yeah, okay. So I've received from Flow Kimonos some geese and to review and to wear and everything like that. I love flow kimono uh, geese. They, even if they were to never send me anything, I, yeah. And, and, you know, I've bought um, 
stuff. I bought geese from them before, before I had the opportunity to, to try them out and everything. Anyhow, point me, Justin found out that I, um, had a hemp gee from flow kimono and he got all jealous and whiny bitchy and was like i don't want one why can't i have one well anyhow the thing with flow kimono while they are their their geese are made for brazilian jiu-jitsu use i guess anybody can use them especially like if you do judo or japanese jiu-jitsu or any sort of grappling and me being a karate practitioner I like them because the style of karate that I do is very grappling heavy and throws and all that wonderful stuff. So anyway, Flow Flow Kimono, they have very limited runs with their hemp production because it is is kind of is pretty kind of hard to uh, source good quality garment quality hemp, especially for uh, ghee per er, manufacturing well anyhow they recently had a vip announcement saying hey not only do we have a new line of their i think it was their 5.0 uh hemp line coming out it was a pro version now their pro version has in certain areas like on the back on the yoke of the gi the armpits i believe they have their sweat wicking material i think it's called flow max or something by them i don't know so their 5.0 line is pretty good for hemp as it is because matter of fact the the old the gi that they sent me before i'm pretty sure was a 5.0 but this one was the max one anyhow so i saw it and i was like oh shit i'm gonna buy justin one so i contacted justin i'm like hey give me your information and he's like why what and i'm like hey just do this go to the site put all this information in i want you to pick out this hemp key and this whiny little bitch was like i think i'm gonna give my wife this key and again i love i love karen she she's a great person and i would totally buy her a key in a heartbeat the thing <laughs> is justin was a whiny little bitch and says i want a hemp key so i went ahead and i what i did was i purchased some gift certificates now flow kimono their, their geese are somewhat pricey for some people now their hemp they're very pricey yeah i mean for some people but their their hemp geese are retail two hundred dollars and so i i got some gift cards and i was telling justin to select his size and fill everything out justin i want you to take it from there so that way people get your perspective instead of hearing me keep calling you a whitey bitch and mocking you oh i'm so fucking pissed at you i hear because david gets stuff for free and then reviews it and i'm like oh he's not buying me a gee he's just you know wants me to review it and i can easily review it if my wife wears it uh because she doesn't have a gee currently and so i was like oh and I mentioned that, and then David's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, what's okay mean? And he ended up buying us two geese from this place. Well, I bought you one, and I bought Karen one, because, you know, when I found out that Karen doesn't have her own gee, and, you know, Karen... I guess occasionally or still does? I don't know. Does she? What, what is her martial practice right now, if at all? 
none right now. I'm supposed to be teaching her, but we've been too lazy. <laughs> Motherfucker, I just bought her a goddamn gi. You better be teaching her some shit. <laughs> uh, I know. Well, we're trying. We're trying to get back into judo, which would be perfect. So I was like thinking, oh, yeah. like, oh my god, she oh, can have yeah. a judo gi because I already have one. It's way too fucking. None of my gis fit me except for my eido gis. Is it because you're a tiny little twig? Yeah, teeny, yeah tiny little. Oh shit! That's Time exactly. for a new beer. Oh shit! Oh shit! No, that's the exact reason. I I don't fit into geese very well. Right. So I'm like, yeah, none of my geese fit, but yeah, I can use I can just use my geese for judo, and then she can use the new one. So that was my thought of process here, and I was thinking like, you're just getting it for free anyway, since you review all this shit. <laughs> I didn't know you were fucking paying money until the last fucking minute. He's like, it's too late. Just order it. I already paid for it. And so I'm like, like, what the fuck, David? So like, Justin started freaking out because like when he mentioned about Karen. I, I wanted her to have a gi as well. And so I, I don't remember the exact exchange, but it was, it was something to, because like, I was giving him shit. I'm like, oh, so you're going to re-gift this? And he was like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, let me see if I have enough money for it or whatever. And he's like, and that, that, that triggered, that triggered Justin. Uh, apparently. Oh, I was so pissed. <laughs> I argued with you for a long time. I'm like, no, no, we're not doing this, David. I thought it was free. <laughs> well, it is free to you because I'm giving you a gift. No, I don't like gifts and especially when you are the only friend to give me a gift of that caliber wow. and it makes me uncomfortable because I never like gifts to begin with. I like giving gifts. I don't like getting them. Well, I'm, I'm right through with you with that thing. Like I, I do like receiving gifts, but we're at the same time. I have a stigma about receiving them to a point now like for example justin if you were to like say give me a gift because you are in arizona i probably won't be like you won't probably be present if i were to receive it like so let's say if you were to ship it to me um i don't have a problem with that the challenge that i have and part of this may have to do with my autism some of this um i know has to do with um something in my history where um, very little. I was very young, maybe maybe five years old, maybe six, but something like that. Um, very young. My mom came home from like doing some shopping or something. She gave me a Matchbox car, and the Matchbox car was this car that was like a Spider-Man car, and the car itself kind of looked like a spider. I. I you know, and when she gave it to me, she was happy because, you know, she she bought she thought of me and she bought me something. So she thought I would like it and I liked it and I appreciated it. But because it kind of, because it looked like a spider, I didn't understand it. So, like, really, I didn't understand, like, what was it about this that it inspired her to buy it for me or you know, something to that effect. So when I asked her, I'm like, why did you get this? Or, I mean, I think that's what I asked her, but that was like the intent. It's like, I couldn't formulate in my very young mind, you know, like trying to understand specifically why this particular thing, again, I I appreciated it and I liked it. I just, I don't know, something about it was weird. So I didn't get it. So when I asked her whatever question I asked her, which is kind of like the, why this, she took it as I didn't appreciate it. And she was like, you know, from now on you can buy your own toys or whatever. And 
that messed me up because that wasn't you know like i wasn't upset about the gift or i wasn't unappreciative i just didn't understand it and i think part of that may have to do with my autism um and even if it doesn't it at least has to do with my kind of like just the curiosity of why this particular thing so that is the only thing that I can kind of point back to as any definitive reason why I don't like receiving gifts. So most specifically, if somebody is right there in front of me, because if I don't respond the way that they might hope for or expect or and I, and I have this thing with my face where my face doesn't always match up with my internal thoughts. So there's a lot of times that like people think that I'm mad or want to kill people and stuff like that. They're like, why are you mad? And I'm like, I'm not mad. So like if I receive something, sometimes I don't have, um, you know, like the appropriate facial response that people, whatever. So it's huge anxiety, huge pressure. I can, I just, I don't like it. I actually prefer receiving gifts when people aren't around because that way I don't have that pressure. And, or if for some reason I don't like it, they don't have to see my, my disappointment and like, Hey, what'd you think of my gift? I'm like, Oh, you know, thank you for the thought. That's really awesome. <laughs> or whatever kind of thing I need to do. But getting back to you, Justin. So mm. I went ahead and I bought some more gift cards. And so I bought Justin a Hemke and I bought Karen a Hemke. And as of right now, it's they're still not available to the public. They are still VIP. And a lot of times what happens with Flow Kimono, especially with their hemp line lately, though, they will offer it to their VIP list first. And sometimes it'll sell out to their VIPs before it even gets uh, released to the public. So as soon as I saw that this new hemp line was out, I really wanted to get Justin, um, really wanted to get him a gee because he was a whiny little bitch. And, you know, I wanted the ability to keep calling him a whiny bitch. And it's just like, the, hey, you can't get mad. I bought you a fucking gee. So shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. <laughs> and now I'm trying to buy David a very nice knife, but he won't give me his address. Which comes back to why he made the, the address comment. And I'm like, no, no, I'm going to win this war. Not that no, it's a there's war, no but... war. Just let me buy. Although I'm very superstitious. So if you send me a knife or I'm sorry if I send you a knife you have to give me back a penny you don't know that superstition what right. I've, been, I've been collecting knives ever since I was a little kid and some of you may know this but you cannot give a knife as a gift or it cuts the friendship so you have to give the so when somebody gives you a knife what? you have to give them the lowest currency in your pocket well, my lowest currency is jack shit, so I no, guess you can find a penny in the couch somewhere, I'm sure. I, I don't know. How the hell do I turn my damn phone off? I didn't realize my phone was on and it's Yeah, we all heard that vibrate. We thought it was a dildo. It's okay. Uh, you're a dildo. It was just you. Well, you know. Uh, all right, so um, well, that's the story of that. that that's why pissed. we were talking about addresses and whatever, and now Justin's a whiny bitch who hopefully will get a gee and I'll be able to keep calling him a whiny bitch so that way I'd be like, hey, I got you a gee. And he's like, that's why I didn't want you to give me anything <laughs> or whatever. I don't fucking know. You're, you're getting... 
the knife I want to give you because it could save your life one day. Okay. Well, in that case, my address is no. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. No, no. But I was like, oh wait, hold on. All right. Um so let's, shot time. Yeah, drink. Um I just drank, but I'm gonna drink again. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Post. All right. So for those of you who are playing along at home, we clearly don't have a a set agenda for today other than to say we love you. Thank you for being with us. And here's the explanation why we dropped off the face of the earth since Justin, your birthday. What was your birthday again? What is your birthday? October 30th. The 30th, right? Right. No, no. Well, yeah, do send them to the P.O. box. Um, Just email us and I'll let you know what the P.O. box is. So that way we can get it to Justin. And you can email us at fans at drunkenfistpod.com. And I will be sure anything that you send to Justin, he will get it. No, I'll go first because it all started with me. I'm the one that fucked up the podcast. You're who? What? I'm the one that fucked up the podcast. Uh oh, Justin, your interwebs Ooh. is getting a little sketchy on my end. <laughs> can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, I can. Thanks for assaulting my ears. All right, you're so you're saying that you were a what now? Oh, I'm the one to blame for the end of the podcast for after the first season. Season well, two was supposed then? to come out a lot earlier. All right, it's a long story. I'll, I'll go from the beginning. From my recollection, I got into yet another car accident. When did you get in the car accident? It was literally like four days before my birthday. So happy birthday to me. So like the very beginning of November then? Towards the end of October. My birthday's October 30th. Why do you keep thinking November? Oh, yeah. We recorded it early and it released on... Duh. Okay, never mind. Yep. Keep going. Well, yes, we did record early. <laughs> I, I I totally forgot that we recorded early. My bad. That's all right. We got to do what we got to do. <laughs> I'm coming home late at night from parent-teacher conferences. I'm coming home at like 8.30. Just minding my own business, going down a road, and somebody fails to yield. They decide to take a left turn. They were in a black SUV. I didn't even see them until it was too late. I have a green light, by the way. It was not my fault. And boom, I T-boned her. And then she gets out of the car perfectly fine and tries blaming me that it was my fault. And I'm keeping quiet because I'm like, I'm, I'm not saying anything right now. And one, I crawled out of the car because my seatbelt didn't lock. And that's the second time in a car accident, my seatbelt didn't lock. Oh, shit. So I took the full force of the steering wheel with the uh, airbag. Oh, and shit, man. I basically shimmy open my door because everything was jammed up and crawl out. Thankfully, not into traffic. I was kind of on the side or traffic was going around. I don't know. I don't remember. And the coolest thing ever was that firefighters were right down the street. I was right by a firefighter station Mm -hmm. and they saw what happened and they just came back from a call. So I'm sitting there on the phone, delirious, trying to call 911, and they're trying to talk to me. And the uh, operator's like, sir, is EMT already there? And I'm like, I don't know. 
and they're, they're she's like okay go talk to go talk to the EMTs. i think they're already there and i'm like okay hang up i'm super delirious i, I have no idea what just happened and you know they're looking at me and stuff and they're like okay you need to sit down and i'm like okay <laughs> they, they hook me up to an EKG. They take my they take my blood pressure five times because they can't believe how high it is. And after the fourth time, I'm like, I already suffer with high blood pressure. It's hereditary. And they're like, Well, sir, you're you're two twenty over one eight one ninety nine right now. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, they're like, you're you. We can't tell you what to do, but you need to go. We we suggest you need to go to the hospital. Wow. I'm like, no, I'm not going. I don't feel like paying for the ambulance. I'll have my wife drive me because my wife was on the phone with me through my car while it happened. So all she heard was, oh, shit. And then nothing. Wow. So she was freaking out. She already knows my path going home at that time. So mm-hmm. she was already on her way. The officer found my phone in the car and he's like, is this yours? I'm like, yeah, I'll turn it on. It takes forever to turn on. I call my wife and I'm like, Hey, I'm okay. Just turn back. And she's like, okay. And then I call her again. I'm like, Nope, come back. You got to take me to the hospital. Cause after a very long conversation with the EMT slash firefighters, I was like, yeah, I probably should go to the hospital. Cause I was literally feeling like I was about to have a heart attack. That's crazy, dude. It was awful. And so the EMTs made a note to the hospital that I was going to that like, if I was going to be admitted, they need to put me in right away. They didn't. Mm. I sat around for like a half hour until they like rushed out with a wheelchair and they're like, let's go right now. You're going to trauma. And I'm like, Oh shit. What happened? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, they get me in there and they're like, you know, you should have taken the ambulance. You could have died. And I'm like, ah, it's fine. And they're like, not from your injuries, you idiot. They didn't say that, but they're like, you know, if you wouldn't have died from your injuries, you would have died from your blood pressure. You whiny bitch. Pretty much. Um, (laughs) I'm very reluctant to go to doctors. So that was the first step. So, you know, they, they, they get me in. Thankfully, they didn't cut off my clothes. They were nice enough to keep my clothes intact. (laughs) And I spent a night in the hospital. They did all these tests and they're like, all right, nothing's broken. And you're ready to go. And I'm like, shit. All right. It's 1 a.m. in the morning here. So I had my wife contact my principal saying like, yeah, I'm not going to work. Right. Sent a picture of the car, which I haven't really paid a pit. Uh, I haven't really paid attention to the car yet. Right. And it was jacked. I, I, I have no idea how I walked away from that. Wow. Because the road I was going on was a 45. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a 45, but I was going probably like 60. <laughs> <laughs> it was a straight pathway. No one was on the road at that time of night. And this lady, there was no one behind me. I uh-huh. just decided to take a left turn. I, I guess she thought she could make it, but she's the one that got sighted. And I think part of me thinks the reason my blood pressure was so high was I thought it was my fault. Okay. I thought I hurt somebody. Right. Because that happened in my last accident, but I don't remember it. Right. Wow. 
And, uh, you know, I went up to the officer who was in his car writing up the statement and stuff. And he's, and I'm, I'm over there and I'm like, oh, so it was my fault. And he's like, oh, God, no. We're writing her a citation. She failed to yield. We have right. an eyewitness. And I'm like, where the fuck did you get an eyewitness? I didn't know a car stopped, parked, and waited for the cops to come to tell them, like, you know, it was that person's fault and oh shit that's awesome i, I asked for their address because i was like i want to send them a fruit basket <laughs> and they're like we can't do that sir sorry and i'm like oh damn but uh, they're the ones that save me from you know any criminal act sure so sure. it's weird how things work out right but it wasn't my fault and everything was golden you know i recovered pretty quickly after uh, I got out of the hospital, they were like, all right, you're good, but you shouldn't go to work for like three days. And I'm like, ooh, I can't do that. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we'll write you a note. And I'm like, okay, I can do that now. <laughs> so, you know, the school was super understanding about it. That's cool. And, you know, I the, the next day I really did feel it. I, I felt like my chest was caving in. Really? Oh, it's so bad. Fuck. And then a week, no, yeah, a week later, I came down with pneumonia. <laughs> so you got in a car accident, you totaled your car, and then just a little bit after that, you came down with pneumonia. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. So that was that lasted for a very long time. I've never had such a high fever in my life. I never felt like I couldn't breathe like that because of the coughing. And you know, this was in November. So I, uh, I don't have a suspicion it was COVID. I mean, that's kind of like some of the stuff that's coming out now in the news and such right. is that there is a chance that people in the U.S. may have been exposed to this particular thing especially now that it's it's hard to say it, with the US news the news in the US is saying that China worked to cover up the infection and that supposedly the government knew about it before it actually was released to the world if you will and there's some speculation especially the way when certain scientists are looking at the trajectory of this pandemic event of COVID-19 they're looking at it and going you know because of the way that it is spread it has spread and there are certain factors that happen prior that it looks like and there is a chance that people could have been introduced to this prior to the official announcement, which I think the, like the official announcement from China was December 31st of uh, 2019. But now there is some speculation, um, no proof yet, no solid whatever, saying that there does seem to be a uh, potential of people who might have been introduced to it or at least infected or something back in November and December. So yeah. And ouch, man. Oh, what happened? Hmm? Too, too high volume. What? You said, ouch. No, I was saying, ouch about the oh okay, okay. I just made sure the was up too high. <laughs> <laughs> all right i need a drink because of that <laughs> oh sorry my bad 
Oh, no, no worries. Uh, I need a just making sure so. I'm not hurting your ears because we're both wearing microphones and headphones. So. Uh, I'm wearing headphones. I'm talking into a microphone. I'm not wearing a microphone. Oh, yeah. I am talking into a microphone. Well, you yeah. know, I've been drinking gym. So. Hey, yeah. Maybe you should drink some more gym. I will in a second. Give me a second. But no, I mean, it's totally possible. I've never felt that shitty in my life. And I'm, I get, I get bronchitis every year. But have you had pneumonia before though? No. So, I mean, you don't know what pneumonia feels like. Yeah. No. And honestly, I think I'm pretty young for pneumonia. Dude, there there are people of all ages that, that get pneumonia. True, but I'm also in Arizona, which is kind of a dry state. So I, I don't know. It, it could have been anything. It could have been pneumonia. But here's the thing: I did not go to the doctor. I did a phone console with my primary. <laughs> because if people, for people keeping score at home, Justin is afraid of doctors. Mm, I am. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I don't like going to the doctor. I don't like going to the dentist either. I'm probably gonna lose my teeth from dipping for so many years. <laughs> Well, well. you know, I, you know, I talked around the phone, told her my symptoms and stuff. And it's it's, my wife is a secretary for the same doctor. So it was easy to kind of relay what's happening. And she told her how much, I I don't know, I guess, pain and suffering I was in. (laughs) And then, you know, she's like, well, you're probably on the verge of pneumonia. Or you already have it. So, you know, if it happens to be bacterial pneumonia, here's the antibiotics. I got it. And for me, that antibiotics has always worked in at least one day. I've always felt better after one day of antibiotics, especially with bronchitis. This didn't work until four days. I mean, sometimes antibiotics do take a, you know, a week or so. Sometimes. I got the strongest ones out there. Yeah. I mean, Stronger than a Z-Pack. I can't remember what it was. I don't know if it's <laughs> Cipero or something, but like either syphilis. way. What? Cipero. Oh, okay. Not syphilis. Oh, get your mind out of the gutter, David. Uh, you dildo. Oh, okay. Fire enough. Yeah, we're going to fire that off. All right, so but, uh, you got in a car accident, and then you got pneumonia. Quote, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Possibly COVID. We don't know. No, I mean, who knows? I'm I'm not saying you did or you didn't. I don't know. Um, I I don't know either. So it's just like, I'm just saying it's a possibility. It's just like for me, back mid February, I started to get symptoms of what is now typical. Now that I'm an old bastard, I never had allergies in my life, but apparently when you get older, sometimes you can be more. Uh, affected or whatever by allergies. So mid February, I started to, or I got uh, symptoms of, that are indicative of allergies for myself, which is sinus pressure, sinus headache, congestion, post nasal drip. And so I had that for a couple of weeks, I was taking Sudafed and Benadryl. And the Sudafed, normally when I take Sudafed, Sudafed, I, I usually lose my appetite and that and you know if you're taking benadryl sometimes you feel sleepy so i did feel a little bit fatigued and so for like a little while though for like about two weeks i had 
what I consider and most people, I guess, because oh, I also had like this, this itchy nose thing, but it's not like it's not really itchy. I don't know how to describe it. It's just like this damn nose irritation that I can't ever fix. So I take Benadryl. So that way that'll, that stuff will go away. But, um, on a rare occasion, so I had that for two weeks. And then after that, I started to get a low grade fever, which for me, my average temperature is around 97.3. And I had, what was it like a 99.5 or something. So it's almost like a normal person or a person who typically has like a, what is it? 98.6. You know, it's almost like somebody having like a, a hundred or whatever. But anyway, I was like 99 something. So low grade fever on a rare occasion. I might get that from time to time with my allergies, but the, and, but the, when I would get that for allergies, the fever would come on for about maybe a couple of hours, but then it would just go away. The low grade fever. I mean, even like doctors aren't even worried about that kind of thing that they call a low grade fever. But anyway, like usually if I get it with allergy symptoms, it go away after about three or four hours. Um, no big deal. Well, this particular time, after about two weeks of regular symptoms, allergy symptoms, I, I started to get a fever and it would come on for about a half an hour to an hour. Then it would go away for like three hours. Then it would come back on for an hour or half an hour to an hour. And that lasted for like three days. With that, I also, I also like lost taste. And now sometimes like when that happened, I didn't really consider much because since I did have congestion, I was assuming that I couldn't, you know, since I couldn't smell, I couldn't taste. But what really got me though, was that when I ate, sometimes I could taste and whatever I ate tasted way off. And I remember having a, a little Debbie oatmeal cream pie and those are kind of like my little guilty pleasures and we don't keep them in the house because even though I have fairly good willpower, uh, if there's a box, crystal meth, yeah, crystal meth essentially. Yeah. Like if there's, if they're in the house, I'm eating them. And I remember eating one and all I could really taste was the salt. Not like it was like somebody poured salt on it, but it was like, I couldn't taste anything in the, in the oatmeal cream pie, except for the salt that was in there. And then I, another day I ate a sandwich, a restaurant, a pretty, pretty good restaurant. Like one that, you know, I get excited to go to and I ordered some sort of chicken sandwich. It was like, uh, like the sauce it was like a Buffalo sauce or something. And I love spicy things, but, but this time, and like Buffalo isn't to me, isn't spicy. I mean, there's spice to it, but you know, it's nothing. But like when I ate the sandwich, it seemed more spicy than normal, more tangy than normal. And there's something else about it. I can't remember what else I could taste about it, but I couldn't taste anything else. It was just like, oh, like I didn't want that at all. It was just like, no. And I remember like I took it home. And it was like six, maybe eight hours later, I ate it and it was fine. It was like a really good sandwich, even though it was cold, you know, not fresh from the kitchen. And it was really bizarre. So it was about like almost a week of those oddball symptoms. 
And then after those symptoms went away, so like the low grade fever, the no taste, the the weird taste as well. After that went away, like the rest of the allergy symptoms shortly after that kind of fell away. And I well, yeah, I also had a cough the entire time, but my cough was productive. And at no time did I ever feel like I was short of breath or anything. But recently, I've been talking to people um, online who, and I've even read articles where like some of these I guess I don't want to say new symptoms, but symptoms that they are now aware of that comes with COVID-19 is either odd taste or no taste at all and or like no appetite. But because I because I was taking um, Sudafed, which sometimes when I take Sudafed, I don't have an appetite. And because I was congested, congested, which would, you know, prevent you from feeling as though you're hungry, you know, I couldn't, you know, like I could rule those out potentially, but like that weird taste, I've never had that before. So people are like, oh man, you must've had COVID. And I don't know because the fever doesn't meet the pattern of what as of as of the recording is a typical COVID fever. Um, the only thing that I really had that is kind of like, yeah, maybe is that lack of taste and or weird taste. But who knows? I mean, I'm not trying to go for like, yeah, I had it because I have no idea. But it's it's been rough, man. And now everything <laughs> is closed. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you can't really do much about it right now. No. All right, man. So you got a car accident and your dogs are going crazy and you had potentially pneumonia. For me, I was just super busy with work and my grad school work and like like once justin was able to <laughs> recover from the the pneumonia thing the next thing you know it's the holidays and you know no time there and man like and then i got no, it, was, it was awful well like during during uh winter winter break or technically for my for my work they call it holiday break but for my university they call it winter break or winter session i had i i do winter session and that was just it was five weeks of hell it was just super intense work and i was just like man and justin's like hey want to record i'm like hey you want to go fuck yourself because i ain't got time for this shit and then, yeah, here we are now. Indeed, yes. here we are now. <laughs> All right, man. No, I, it was just a mess. They're, oh, my God, my dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, I'm just going to let him go. What, 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 it, it'll, it'll add some class to the uh, character. Podcast. Character, not class. That's character. No, that's class. That uh, dog is, is class. Yeah. Really? He wears a tuxedo every day. See, like, I love dogs. I'm a, I'm a dog person. But I think, like, if I had to say class, I would, I would probably say cats are more classy. They're arrogant assholes, but they're more classy than dogs. But, again, I'm a dog person. I love dogs. Yeah. Oh, me too. Uh, we were trying to foster a greyhound quite shortly. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, and how many animals would that bring you to? Three. Three. We got a blind Chihuahua, most likely Jack Russell mix because it looks like a Jack Russell. I don't know why they classify her as a Chihuahua. Does she shake? 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's the. But she spotted too, like a. Like a Russell? Dal- no, like a Dalmatian. Oh, I thought you were going to say a dolphin. But she looks like a Dalmatian, <laughs> so it's weird. And then we got Dexter, who has no teeth and is going blind. We have confirmed it this morning. Oh, really? Ouch. Yeah, we had him. We tried to get him to go out our bedroom door, and he ran into the bedroom Aww. door. Yeah. I don't know why people don't want blind dogs. They're fine. Well, I mean, you just got to show them love and care. Just don't laugh at them when they run into <laughs> into things. No, that's the best part. <laughs> all right. All right. I don't know. It's one of those things. All right. Well, I mean, I don't have anything else to talk about. I know we didn't talk about martial arts mostly other than other than Brazilian Uh, jiu-jitsu people are now doing kata. You know, there's stuff that they made fun of. They don't have a choice. Yeah, they don't. And that's what's funny because... And we talked a little bit about geese, kind of, not really anything big other than Justin's mad at me and... I'm very mad I like to make, David right I like now. to call him names. I still need your address. For, you know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe you can trick me into giving you oh, my address. David, I need you to send me your address because I need to send you a thank you note. Just text it to me or email it to me. No, I handwritten. Lame. What do you think I am? I, you, I've a seen millennial? your handwriting. Your handwriting is shit. And yes, you are a millennial. So yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> my handwriting is shit. I know. I, I know. So none of these things are plausible. So I love how the kids at school are like, my handwriting is horrible. I'm like, have you seen mine? And they're like, yeah. Hold my like, beer. <laughs> you're, you're you're wrong. I got your beat. <laughs> But hey, bad handwriting is a sign of intelligence, so I'm okay with that. Is it? I thought it was just a sign of being a doctor or a drunk. Mm, I think both. I think all three apply. <laughs> An intelligent drunk doctor. Nice. Yep. Oh, I, isn't that most doctors? Let's be honest. I don't know, on. but like, tell me they're not drinking. Oh uh, man, I know I would, but then again, I drink even now, so whatever. Exactly. <laughs> Shit. When three when three o'clock hits, and that's. Well, well, it depends on the day. Three to four. Yeah. That is when my day ends as a teacher and I, <laughs> my I go find day is an alcoholic starts. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and on weekends, you can't drink if you don't start in the morning. You can't drink all day if you don't start hey, in the you morning. See, you're, you're, you <laughs> fucking hey man. Way to fuck that up. Good job, guy. I don't know what all right, hey, my friend Jim. The thing I wanted to say, though, and I'm not sure why this recording platform boosts this uh, microphone. So I apologize to anybody whose ear I just yelled into. The thing that that I want to say is, yeah, we didn't get to martial arts. And for those who are just waiting, I apologize. But what, what I would really love is if you would... Let us know what you would like for us to talk about in season two. Now, on Facebook, Justin went and made a post saying, hey, we're going to do some really stupid, awesome shit. Well, I don't know what the hell he had in store, but I'm really curious to know what you thought or what you think and what you would like for us to cover. So if you do that or if if you do that, you do that, um, just write us an email. Let us know like what you're thinking or if you're on Facebook, um, reach out 
out to us. Let us know on Facebook or the Instagrams or Twitter. But let us know like what, what you want us to cover in this second season. And our email address is fans at drunkenfistpodcast.com. That's P-O-D. Podcast.com. Hold on, man. I'll, I'll set you up. Hold on. I'm about to tee you up. Now, our Instagram, our Facebook, and our Twitter handle is Drunken Fist Pod. P-O-D. So you can find us there. Just send us a direct message or, you know, say, hey, what's up? Justin's a whiny bitch. This is what I would like for you guys to cover. Let us know. Yeah. So there you go. Anything else? That P-O-D is always going to be in a place where it shouldn't be. Yeah. That's, All that's the time. All the time. Anything else, bud? No. Uh, just thank you for listening. And sorry we took so long to get to the second season. Uh, and I do have some good shit in store for you. Oh, good. I kind of, I don't know. I know we talk about beers and stuff that we drink upon, but. Oh, drinks I was at least. Wondering, it's, it's drunken fist. So, I mean. Right. Yeah. Because I don't have a beer today. But uh, I don't know. I kind of want to start reviewing knives every day. Every day? That we record. Uh, every episode? That we record. <laughs> all right. Well, now Justin is letting his inner knife fanatic, and although it really wasn't that that hidden, but really so yeah. Was. If you guys don't give us any any suggestions, next thing you know, this is going to be a beer and knife review, and I know I don't quite like possibly, that, but whatever. No, David doesn't. That's why we're going to do it <laughs> just Great. to piss him off. Fine. My address is anyway. Uh, please email David to give me his address. We have to send him thank you notes. Thank you notes, yeah. All right, guys. Shit, it's been so long. I don't remember what the hell we say for the outro. Yeah, what is the outro? I don't know, but if you've not subscribed, subscribe where you are on... The hell are we on? (laughs) It's been forever. Spotify? Spotify. Yes, we are definitely on Spotify. Go ahead and subscribe on Spotify. Um, iHeartRadio. Yeah, we're on iHeart, but that's kind of fallen away. But we are there. Good one. Apple Podcasts. Stitcher. Stitcher, yep, yep. Google Play. Uh, How do I remember this shit and you don't? You're the one that does all the editing. Dude, it's it's been like five months, man. I don't know. Anyhow, so find us there. If you're not subscribed, subscribed. Um, again, this podcast is made possible by the fans. For more information, you can visit drunkenfistpodcast.com forward slash fans. And until we hit the mass again, host. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.